0: Hello, and welcome to the Latter day Ladies Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Moss. This is where we discuss how to live in this crazy Latter day world and stay on the covenant path. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for coming and spending some time with me today. I'm so excited to talk about forgiveness with you. It feels deeply personal because it's probably been one of the hardest elements that I have had to experience because I'm not um, naturally good at this process. Not at all. Um, I, I remember as a kid just like holding grudges and almost like feeling powerful and in control when I did those things. But it has been such a life-changing experience to truly learn what forgiveness is and how to apply it in my life and to my sexual trauma. And I'm so grateful that you're here today so that we can talk about that together. I felt so much anxiety last week sharing or last podcast sharing such an intimate experience of my life. And I just want to thank you so much for the kind, kind outpouring of love that I received and the messages and the just sweet, sweet sentiments that you guys sent. Like it it was really meaningful. And I just thank you so much. Um I felt uh in the beginning when i was processing through my abuse i felt like forgiving was uh not possible like if i had gone through that experience and then forgave my abuser that i was going to be opening myself up to having harm like that happen again in my life and what i didn't realize at the time was that the anger and the hurt that i had and that i was harboring within myself was actually putting a large, large distance between me and the Savior and me and Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother. Um, I was keeping that wound open. And until I was ready to forgive, I really didn't start to heal. I believe that forgiveness and repentance are two sides of the same coin. Both of them are avenues in which we come to Christ for healing. Whether we're forgiving others for their shortcomings or we're repenting for our own shortcomings, it is all part of the process of healing while utilizing the atonement of Jesus Christ on this earth with other people who are learning through trial and error and figuring out how to live their lives while navigating through sin and bad choices and good choices, Dr. Sidney Simon describes forgiveness is freeing up and putting to better use the energy once consumed by holding grudges, harboring resentments, and nursing unhealed wounds. It is rediscovering the strengths we always had and relocating our limitless capacity to understand and accept other people and ourselves. End quote. I love that. When we're able to remove that pain and those grudges and resentment and blame, we're able to heal ourselves through the atonement of Jesus Christ. And we have this increased capacity to just Envelop our life with the love of God. I also want to be clear that what forgiveness is not. Elder Neil L. Anderson said, Forgiveness is not excusing accountability or failing to protect ourselves, our families, and other victims. Forgiveness is not continuing in a relationship with someone who is not trustworthy. Forgiveness is not condoning injustice. Forgiveness is not dismissing the hurt we feel because of the actions of others. Forgiveness is not forgetting, but remembering in peace." End quote. I love that. Forgiveness is not forgetting, but it's remembering in peace. We are not meant to forget any of the knowledge and light gained Um, In any experience that we go through, those things will help us with our perspective in the future. It will also help us be able to minister to others who are going through the same experience. I remember walking along the beach once with, um, with someone who was explaining to me some deep pain that they were having about an experience they had. And if I had forgotten all the things that I had learned in my similar experience, I would not have been able to be there for them in that moment that they needed me. I was so grateful for the information that I had learned from my own life experience, even though it was painful and I was able to show up for that person. Forgiveness is a consistent and constant practice that I have to participate in especially in regards to my traumatic experience. In the beginning, when I was processing it, it was daily, sometimes hourly. And as the years went on, the times that I had to forgive that specific experience usually coincided with the triggers that I had. And every single time I had to actively and intently choose to forgive, not to dive into my pain, which is very, very easy to do when you've experienced something deeply painful. But I think it's vital too, to remember that sometimes new information will surface in regards to a trauma and it takes time to process that new information. And so this instant forgiveness often uh, takes concerted and consistent effort for us to come back to the Savior over and over so that we're able to diminish those feelings of pain. And I feel like that's okay. The Savior doesn't expect us to be perfect when we're finding out new bits of information about a traumatic experience that we've had. We need to be patient with ourselves in the healing process. Patience is vital to our progressive Progression. I have learned in my process of healing that forgiveness is so much more about my own personal relationship with myself and my savior, and so much less about my relationship with the person who harmed me. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. James Rasband gave an incredible talk or a a BYU devotional on repentance. And he said this quote, our salvation is, is conditioned on forgiving others because when we refuse to forgive, what we are really saying is that we reject or don't quite trust the atonement. It is our acceptance of the atonement that ultimately saves us. Why is it that we sometimes have trouble accepting the atonement as recompense for the harms that we suffer at others' hands? End quote. So, I really like that um, idea that we need to oftentimes accept these painful experiences that have happened and accept that the atonement is enough. That pain was allowed by our Heavenly Father. And that may be a really difficult pill to swallow. It was very hard for me to swallow. And I also had to accept that the atonement couldn't just bring me recompense, but that it would. If I was willing to accept it, that it would give me recompense for my pain. That Christ's power was enough to make me whole, to make us whole from what has been broken the mental damage, the spiritual damage, the physical damage. His atonement is not a one-size-fits-all shirt. It is a tailor-made, custom-fit, perfectly crafted garment for us. It is meant to cover us, to envelop us, to protect us. His atonement is bigger than even the deepest of pains and deepest of anguish that we experience. The only question is, will we trade our pain, blame, bitterness, resentment for whatever He gives us back? That process, that um, exchange that we have with the Savior takes a very vulnerable and trusting person, a very powerful person. And I believe that you and I are those people. In almost every case that I've seen, when it comes to abuse and betrayal, there's always an element of forgiving ourselves in the process. Um, I am not gonna speak to my personal experience of forgiving myself in regards to my sexual trauma, but um, I have an experience that's still. Um, brings me a little frustration and pain when I think of it and which I'm having to consistently forgive myself for. I taught a woman on my mission who had terrible chronic illness. It was an autoimmune disease. I remember as we taught her, seeing this fire, this light pouring out of her as we shared the gospel together. I remember her having a really terrible flare-up as she was getting ready to be baptized and after, and it made her really struggle with mobility. We went to her house after she had missed a couple appointments with us and some church meetings. And I remember seeing her face and her arms and her legs and they were covered in welts. I felt really bad for what she was going through at the time. But I couldn't, in my mind, understand why it was preventing her from doing something she said she wanted to and that she was going to do. A couple years later, I started into my own chronic illness journey. And as my flare-up started to be a very common occurrence in my life, I remember having a very similar experience trying to explain to people why I would struggle attending church meetings because I was having a hard time walking. My ward members and friends had so much compassion for my experience. And I remember a specific day wishing that I could have been a better and more understanding friend to that woman for my mission. That and other experiences where I wish that I could go back and love people with some understanding and knowledge that I have now... Um, has been made a little smoother and sweeter by Dr. Jeanette Erickson, who taught in the Follow Him podcast, this phrase, quote, the atonement is retroactive, end quote. What she meant by that was that any lesson and understanding and light that we accrue along our journey, and as we apply the atonement in our lives, the atonement being the repentance process, the forgiveness process. We will be able to heal parts of ourselves and others who may have been harmed by our actions. We will be all able to receive the compensatory healing and love and power of the atonement of Jesus Christ as we enact and apply that atonement. Many many podcasts ago, (laughs) my husband and I talked about hidden wedges. It's one of my favorite conference talks. I remember where I was sitting as I listened to president Monson, who I think was yeah, he was elder Monson, or maybe he was in the first presidency at the time. And, um, I just loved the imagery that he talked about. He, he talked about this tree and how someone had left an ax in the trunk And the trunk grew around the axe head. And many, many years later, lightning struck the tree and it split the tree right down to the axe head. I believe that this happened to me and that this was one of the gifts of my sexual trauma. It split me right open. All I could see was the axe head. And I realized very quickly that I could not remove it myself. I had to come unto Christ, and I had to ask for help. And He did. But as my anger grew over the injustice of the situation, I would feel the axe head appear within me again. I would have to continually come to my Savior and ask and plead to help me let the axe go. Please remove it again. I don't want it anymore. Please help me not be angry. I would ask over and over. And then I prayed that I could believe that the axe could be gone for good. I also prayed that I could regrow and be filled where the axe left the deep chasm within me. I can testify to you that the Savior, Jesus Christ, filled me. That deep chasm was filled with peace and love and understanding and compassion. He filled me with the ability to no longer hate and despise and wish ill upon my abuser something that I didn't know was possible. Now, is that same experience possible for you? I truly believe that it is. Forgiveness is possible through the Savior, Jesus Christ. And your life and your chasm, your pain and your sorrow and loss will be removed and filled with the gifts that the atonement bring i plead with you to give him your pain give him all the heartbreak that you have right now and he will give you back more than you could ever imagine possible i love you so much And I'm so proud of all of the hard things that you have been doing up until now. And I believe in you. I believe that you can enact the atonement of Jesus Christ even further in your life to let go of your deep pain and sorrow and have it be removed by the Savior, Jesus Christ. I love you. And I hope you can feel that right now have a good day